0: and our live stream devotional and we are so grateful uh, that you've made a point to be here with us on this wednesday or whatever day it is that you are watching or listening to this Um, for those who watch this live or know it goes live please understand that The moment we're done, the moment the live stream is over on Facebook and on YouTube, it is up there permanently. So you can go back at any point and watch any of our messages and devotionals, anything that we publish through the live stream format, it all will be automatically published um, there. And so if you want to go back and watch it at a different time in your own leisure, that'd be wonderful. Uh, it's also an audio format. You can go to our website, Bensalembaptist.org and then there's a link to go to the podcast format, Source of Truth Podcast, or uh, you can just search up Source of Truth Podcast, through Apple or Spotify or any one of the major podcast platforms and it'll be there and you can listen to it that way. Well again thanks for joining us. As you know I'm on vacation these two weeks so these have all been pre-recorded but we really hope there'll be an encouragement to you and a help as we continue through. Now we are continuing through uh, the last chapter of the book of Ephesians so if you're following along with us. Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to be in verse number 15. We just got done talking in 14 about the breastplate of righteousness yesterday. Today, verse 15, he says, And have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So we're going to talk a little bit about the idea of peace. Uh, I think I'm going to take a second and talk about what peace is not as much as I am going to talk about what peace is. Um, I think today peace is a word that we, we long for. Uh, Everybody's talking about world peace and screaming, and wish we had more peace in, in our communities or things of that nature. And if we could get less guns or whatever it is that we think today, we'll bring more peace that would solve it. And I'll be honest with you, we love that, and I would love that as well, but I think what we look at is we have sometimes a wrong view of peace. Now what we're gonna look at today is not world peace or peace from war, things of that nature. That's not necessarily what we're going for. I'm gonna talk about peace in your life. How do you find peace? That's really what it comes down to, because frankly, if your life, when it comes to whether you have peace or not, is based upon your circumstances, and then you're generally rarely ever going to have peace. If if you only have peace when everything's going well, you're going to struggle with anxiety and depression and a lot of things constantly, um, because you're... Peace is based on your circumstances. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little bit and talk about the idea how peace, that is not necessarily based on circumstances. I'm going to start with a story. I read this story. I thought it was great uh, by Dr. Tony Evans. He mentioned that two artists were given a job or a challenge, really, to paint a painting that would depict peace. And the, the one the, the better of the two paintings would win a sum of money. So the first one did what most people would assume is a beautiful, serene, um, glass uh, water lake and then the sunset over the top of it and just one of those you look out and say man I wish I could just sit there and watch this it would be so peaceful the second one did the exact opposite the second author or artist excuse me uh, they decided to picture a horrible storm you can see in the background lightning you can see the clouds you can see the ominous you see the there's still a lake right in front of a lake like the other one but you see the the waves coming up and you see all of the water and the turmoil taking place and in, in this ocean or lake whatever it was. And you can look out and you can see that, except like the first picture, the second picture was basically a scene of chaos. And so you say, what would make it be one of peace? Well, the artist wanted everybody to look down at the small bird. Small bird that was highlighted by, whether well, it be a lightning bolt or something, but light deflecting just on the small bird who seemed to be standing on a rock and singing in spite of this massive storm. And, and that was the uh, picture that won the, the money. Here's the premise behind it peace does not come through circumstances that are controlled peace comes from inside in spite of our circumstances and so when we have the um we are shoe feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace remember it's still the gospel the gospel is what brings peace truth with jesus peace with jesus reconciliation to jesus the gospel that points me not to religion not to church by itself but a gospel that points me back to jesus from i need to get saved i need my sin to be forgiven i need to turn to jesus that is the gospel which brings peace. But what is it meant by this idea of peace? Well, the first thing you have to have peace with God. Uh, the Bible tells us, for all of sin and come short of the glory of God, because of my sin, I have been separated from God. I deserve hell. I've been separated from God. And God, when He sent His Son to the cross, brought reconciliation between mankind and God. Now, how do we gain that reconciliation? It's something we can do. We mentioned this yesterday with righteousness. It's not something that we can gain or put on. It's something that's given to us. And, and reconciliation, peace is the same way. Our peace comes from God. So, but first it comes with God. I must be right with God because you see, can you, as a Christian, I look at this way. I can't imagine going through what we have the last couple of years, let me phrase that, going through life without having God. You say, well, it doesn't make any difference. Chaos still comes. Well, God never said there wouldn't be chaos. Anybody who thinks that, a, that God has ever promised if you know him, you won't have chaos doesn't know anything about God or the Bible. It may be what they want, but it's not biblical. God says in the world there'll be tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. God has stated because of sin and because of our decision as humankind, there will be sin. God does not eliminate my chaos. God gives me peace in the midst of the chaos. So it starts with peace with him. If, you don't, if you've not been saved, you don't have peace with him. Frankly, the Bible says you're his enemy. You say, I wish God would do this for me, and a lot of people think, well, as soon as God does something great for me, I'll come to him. You miss the point he already has. He went to the cross. He died on the cross to pay the punishment for your sin. He has done everything for you. You just need to accept that gift He offers to you, put your faith in Him, and move forward. That's the beginning of peace. But then you have peace with God. Second of all, your peace grows, and then it grows with peace with self or peace in the midst of circumstances. I'm going to read a section of Scripture here, Philippians chapter 4, beginning in verse 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say Rejoice. whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So he starts a section of Scripture rejoicing in God that you're... you're, you're Perspective is pointing to God. And then he talks about the idea in the midst of all these things, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything in life, and that means everything your sin, your struggles, your stresses, all of that, bring it to God. He goes, and um, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, should keep your hearts and minds. Now, the idea of passes all understanding simply means this. He will offer you a peace when it doesn't make sense. It doesn't mean that he will bring peace by eliminating your or your circumstances. He will bring peace in the midst. It's like that bird in that picture that is singing in a complete peace with a massive storm in the background. You can have peace even though your world is in chaos. Now, here's the key. I think there's an interesting other verse. I often refer these two verses together and I really think they're great verses to refer together. Hey, by the way, before I forget this, he does finish verse 8 through 11 talking about what I, th- what I think of. To have the peace that pastoral understanding dictates that I think on the right things. If you come to God for peace and then you run back, consumed with your circumstances, consumed with the things you can't control, consumed with all the fear of what you think is going to happen, you're not going to have peace. The reason God put it this way is I give it to God, but then I need to change my mindset. If my mindset is still focused and anxious on the things that I can't control, I won't have peace. I must give it to God and then I must dwell. I must focus, Paul says in Corinthians, that I bring my thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Where your mind goes, then goes anxiety and depression, all those other things. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and you don't let your mind roam to things you can't control. Keep it on Jesus. But remember, this is what he says in verse, actually in Colossians chapter three, verse fifteen. He says this: "And let the peace of God rule in your hearts." The phrase "and let" is a command. God will give you peace, but you must let it rule. You see, you can allow God's peace to have control, you can focus on the right things, or you can sit there in anxiety, consume things you can't control, and they can be nerve-wracking, and they will control you if you don't let it. Peace is peace with God. Peace of God. And all of that comes in the midst of circumstances, but you must let him be the one that rules that. And yes, it comes from being in the word of God, being in prayer, being a church. It comes from walking with God. But if you let him have his way, let him have his direction, then you will have a peace the world can understand. And it, it won't make sense, and it doesn't mean that you won't have problems. You'll just know that you have a God who's in control. And if you give it to him, he will take care of it in his time. I don't know what it is you're going through, but give it to God. Keep your eyes and your mind focused on Him, and then let His peace be what rules and reigns. It sounds easy. It's not. But if you watch and follow God, He will give you that if you allow it. Well, thanks for joining us again on this Wednesday as we continue to finish up the book of, uh, chapter, uh, the book of Ephesians. We greatly appreciate uh, the time that you, you take with us. Hope it's a help. Hope it's an encouragement. And we hope you continue to join us. Thanks again today. Hope you have a great rest of your day.